Hello, hello. Happy Sunday in between the Saturday of Halloween and actual Halloween. Hello, hello. So, uh, so very interesting. Last night we did a Halloween bash at Sam A. Baker, which is a local campground um, here next to us. And I set up, uh, I set up because we were going anyway, just to be set up because I was going to be there. And it was very interesting. So I was talking about masking and how we often mask to put on a normal persona yesterday. So my husband and son and daughter, I have pictures on my personal Facebook, um, wore pumpkin heads, like they carved out pumpkins and wore the pumpkin heads. My son came up with the idea. He's like, I want to wear all black and then I want to wear a pumpkin head. And I was like, oh, that's a cool costume. And then I find out like TikTok is having this whole pumpkin head photo contest and everybody has worn the pumpkin head, but whatever. He still had a great time. And Travis, my husband, uh, was so interesting when he had the pumpkin head on. It's almost like he could be himself. He was in this thing, he was dancing, and he's an introvert. He is not like this out there extrovert, talk to people kind of a guy. So giving that some background. But he put the pumpkin head on and he was dancing like while he was trick-or-treating and he was snapping jokes and like bantering with people. And it made me realize that really there's only some situations that that we and i think as a collective we feel um he was in he was safe in his place yeah like when he wasn't seen nobody could recognize him and so he could be silly he could be funny he could be because nobody could pinpoint him to what he was doing and it was and he's done this before he like puts something on and becomes a character and he he's hilarious and so it is interesting that yesterday I said that there was this aspect of what if you dress up as your full expression of yourself and just be silly or funny or allow yourself to go there not needing anybody to fulfill the needs within that you have within you outside of you but really be in a space where you're just being your authentic self and for me the practice really started that when i set up my vending space i stepped into my authentic self i really stepped into my higher self in this space I stepped into that conduit as a priestess, really stepping into and knowing and honoring the sacred role that I have. Even if I'm vending a country fair, I understand that I'm conduiting things that are of a higher plane. And this was something that I got to practice over and over and over again every time I set up my space. Good morning, Stacy. Um, and good morning, Natasha. And so, there's something very 
amazing when we create space, even if it's, um, I'm trying to think of just some regular, like Halloween really is one of those times that you can get away with a lot, okay? Because it's like the veil is thin, everybody's very open to all possibilities. And so what if you created some space for yourself to not be normal? What would come through for you? So I know for me, the more not normal I became, the more connected to nature I wanted to be, the more time I wanted to spend in nature and not inside of a building, the more time I wanted to watch the seasons unravel. I didn't necessarily, like, I didn't want to have a rhythm as far as a schedule. I didn't want to be pinned down by times. I didn't want to be um, OCD in the way that I did my days. I really wanted to be in nature, flow with nature, and be in that space of allowing. Be in that space, be. I wanted to be. Delivery. Good morning. Good morning. I'm, I'll be done in just a little bit. Okay, I didn't know you were on a call, so. I'm just doing my Facebook Live. Okay, well, I've been using those. Uh... Awesome. How's your how's your fork coming along? Oh, good. It's All right. Done. I'm excited. I'm going to come see it right when I'm done with this, okay? Okay. All right. I got a little port of her own, too. Sorry for the interruption, but they're working. There's a deer stand in our woods talk about exactly what I'm talking about the normal aspect of you know um don't get me wrong they love video games they love their tablets they love screen time and when Reese Zion climbed up into this deer stand that just came with the property and he climbed up there the other day and he he's 11 now so he's he's expanding he's finding his own space and he was like, I love it up here. I just want to be up here. I love it. And so um, he was like, I want to take this old tent space off. I want to put it somewhere. And so, yes, it is easier as children to find your own space. But I feel like it's wonderful as a mother, as a woman as an individual to find your space within being around and bombarded by life. If you need to create life where you spend more time outside, if you need to create space where you're communing with your higher self more often. So whether that is just having, so something that I did, um, I have the magical or the bringing the wild within planner that I made and I would automatic write every day. And with automatic writing, I would, I would really make it a practice when I first started tuning into what makes me hum, what makes me vibrate at a different level than when I'm just trying to be normal. And so I think that is kind of the aspect of, of it too. At what frequency when you, have you ever felt that? And in what ways? And I think Halloween really gives us that opportunity to tap into 
our authentic frequency, our authentic rhythm, if you could be anything in the world, if you could just say anything in the world, what do you need to dress up as or what do you need to personify in order to make that happen? Do you need to dress up as an element in nature? Do you need to dress up as a personification of a queen so you could just say whatever comes out of your mouth? Do you need to have these aspects of being able to conduit uh, nature? Do you need to be a nature? Do you need to be a fairy? Do you need to be any of these things? Good morning, Jenna. Um, Stacey shares, I've went 20-ish years not living authentically. It feels so good to finally do those things again. Yes, yes. And it is a practice, right? Because, oh gosh, I get around my family and I am right back into like my obedient little girl comes right back in and I'm like, oh, it's okay. You're safe. You're safe. <laughs> it's like, a, it's a practice. I'm, I have to practice it. So yeah, I think this it really coming into our authentic selves, I get met with it often. I'll come, you know, I'll start talking to somebody and they'll start going, oh, well, church, and do you do this? And I'm like, I can feel myself. I was here. <clears throat> I was out here and just doing my thing. And as soon as I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know if it's safe for me to be authentic. I don't know what words to use. Think, 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 right? Um, yeah, Stacy, it's absolutely a practice, right? And so I love that it is a practice, though, because it's almost like we get to have this meet this metric system where over here is us, us in full authenticity. And even within my family, I sometimes am not fully authentic or channeling all the time. I'm still being triggered by mom life and, you know, I want my own time and and yet I've created this whole practice while living and being a full-time mom. And something that I did want to do today, I wanted to pick, this is the mundane to magical deck. <clears throat> I wanted to pick a card and I, I had them out and I was like, okay, I'm meant to pick a card on the Facebook live today. So let's see. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Magical creatures. This, <clears throat> I was like, it's going to be the magical creatures card. And it is. So magical creatures. This one usually, so this is um, a picture of my son dressed up in a gnome outfit for Halloween when he was, I think, three. So eight years ago. Awakening to the worlds of magical creatures helps our imaginations and thoughts seek out the magic in life. Connecting to the fairies, gnomes, and many others opens our eyes to seeing more than this life. Believing in a fully magical world and creating opportunities for our children to have more wonder helps foster a life of greatness. When our imaginations can run wild, so can our dreams. And so, I want you to think about, and something that came up with specifically the magical creatures is this aspect is they're hidden from us with our normal eyes. The normal world cannot see and can no longer see the fairy realm and the gnomes and the unicorns and the magical creatures that I truly believe are dimensionally just outside of our sight. 
when we have our normal eyes on. Good morning, Melanie. And so it's very interesting that this card came up, especially with the veil so thin right now. Sometimes seeing as you're looking around and um, seeing something pop up into your imagination or your third eye. So if you were scanning and you were like, whoa, I feel like I just saw a fairy. Tap into that imagination and say, okay, what if I did see a fairy? What did it look like? And allow for your imagination to scan again and see if you see it more or see if you see it brighter or see if you see it um, any in those aspects. Definitely don't follow a fairy if they're like, come on, let's go. No, don't follow fairies. Um, my children and I did this once. And I just had a huge insight, thank you to my friend Danielle, about why the experience was that we had. Um, about six years ago, maybe seven years ago, uh, we had made a fairy house in our front yard when we were living in Southern California. And we had made this fairy house and we were coming to it every morning. And there was like these little fairy, like I called them little fairy holes and it looked like they had danced in a ring right in front of their fairy house and I went oh my gosh guys we can follow it pre pre CJ Piper on um TikTok saying don't go into fairy rings no I was like let's go to the fairies and so we followed down this trail all the way to a rock pile that was right outside of our house and um we just followed right to the rock pile and someone actually built an entire fairy village on the other side of this rock pile. And it was incredible. I mean, it was a really magical place. And so we climbed up to the top of the rock pile. We sat there and watched the most incredible sunrise we have ever seen. And it was like we were in another realm. Well, according to my friend, Danielle, who is an incredible intuitive medium, she said, you were, you entered into the fairy realm that work that morning and you were supposed to stay there with your children. They had captured you. You were there. You were going to be stuck there. But when you just, I decided I'm like, okay, let's go back to our life. And we were just like in another world, just pure happiness and bliss and just amazing. I mean, we just all felt so incredible. Like our bodies were humming at a vibration we had never experienced before. Just so much bliss. And so we're just hike, you know, walking back up our trail and we're laughing and singing and dancing and just little fairies walking back. And I hear a dog running behind me. And I'm like, I didn't bring Kona, who was our dog. I was like, I didn't bring Kona. What's going on? And I turn around and I look and there is a wolf running full speed at me and my children. A wolf, like a wolf. And I put my children behind me <clears throat> and I roared and I went, Wah! and this, I, I watched and this noise came out of me. It was like my soul came out and I roared and I could see the sound waves coming out of my mouth. Like when you watch those magic movies and you can see the sound waves and it hit the wolf 
at a full run and threw him into the, the forest. I, I can still see it so clearly. And it just like laid him there. So what's really neat is I picked up my kids and walked backwards through the rest of the forest, carrying both of them to our house. They were about four and five, five and six. And I just like carried them both back. But what was interesting is I didn't have any insight as to why there was a wolf chasing us, what happened to the wolf and what was going on. And so my friend Danielle was able to tap into that side of it. She was saying that that wolf was the keeper of the fairy realm. And it was actually going to drag us back into the fairy realm because we were not supposed to experience it and then be able to leave. But it didn't know, I, I didn't know, I didn't know prior to that moment that I was magical. I had no clue. I had no clue that I actually had these abilities within me. And I haven't done it since then, obviously. Um, <clears throat> according, good morning, Amber. According to my friend, Danielle, um, the, the wolf's shoulder got ripped out of its socket um, like knives, like that sound wave was knives that just ripped it apart. So I injured it very badly, completely unintentionally. Right. Um, and so I, <clears throat> my powers, it was, it's almost like a baby snake, uh, like a baby rattlesnake or a baby cotton mouth or a baby water moccasin. When they bite, they release all of their venom. And this is why they're more dangerous because they don't know how to control their medicine, their own medicine, right? To keep them alive. And so this is why, so this is kind of how I, I share and understand this experience is I had no idea that I had this magic within me, I, that I had this power within me and I just let it all out. And I hurt this, this magical being um, that was definitely very powerful, but it wasn't expecting that sort of magic from me. So it had absolutely no guards up. It was just coming at me fully unprotected and got damaged. And so um, I was able to tap into that and understand and I saw how much of a baby priestess I really was back then. I, the word naive comes to me because I don't really have any other words. It wasn't a naivety, it was an innocence. It was a baby. It, I really was a baby priestess. I really didn't understand when I would do healing and massage work on people, I didn't understand the gravity of which I was shifting and transmuting things. And I would pour all of myself into these individuals. And I wasn't aware of what the transmutation was that was happening for myself or them. And so there's an interesting aspect. I would give my life force away so often. I was still so young. I was attracting so many energy vampires who would feed off of me. It was a very intense time and it was very lonely. And I had really magical mothering group was just starting to grow. So I was really attracting more women that I felt like I could connect with and to share with. And so um, it was a very interesting time. 
So I find it no coincidence that this magical creatures cards comes up. And so definitely don't follow any magical creatures anywhere, but <clears throat> I would suggest asking wherever you live, whether it's the city or not, ask if there's any magical creatures that dwell in your front yard or in your backyard or under the earth right where you live or in the skies where you are and just connect with that other world as well and see if you can have this sensation of connecting to those lost parts of yourself because I find that it's very uh, rewarding when you can start gaining ownership over your authentic self and not necessarily be your normal self and following like the consumerism, capitalism stuff that really drains us, but we often don't see any other way out of it. So we just kind of go in that direction. So see if there's some ways, especially tomorrow with the thinning of the veil, if you can create some time for yourself to really be present to finding three authentic parts of yourself and allowing for those to come through on Halloween without the need to be normal or to normalize them and really accentuate them, really wear them fully. So I'm gonna take this challenge to heart as well or this invitation, this opportunity and see if there's any other aspects that I was, um, feel like if there's any other aspects that I need to be adorning myself with and wear those tomorrow. Amber shares, I felt a huge energy thing the other day. It was a high. I've never had it before. And it was amazing. Isn't that amazing? And I feel like it's because the veil is so thin right now, you can walk through and, um, interact sometimes with these other realms or dimensions that are here that we just can't dimensionally see because we're not in tune to them. Amber shares, I'm not sure what it was because I didn't do anything to provoke it. Yeah. And sometimes we don't. Um, so I would maybe, if you are, if it was a different location than maybe you usually go to, um, it would be interesting to go and ask what kind of a realm it was, or even do some automatic writing in your own time and space to just say, um, higher self or guides or ancestors. Um, can you share with me more about the realm that I experienced yesterday or the other day? And then just allow for whatever thoughts come through to just start writing them down. Um, whatever happens through those aspects, just write them down. Nope, it was just in my apartment. It felt so happy, like drug high without the high. Yeah, so tap into that, tap into that and ask your higher self or your guides um, what realm that was and what, you know, where that's located, how to access it, things like that. And there should just keep automatic writing about it for the next few days and see if you can create a clear channel to get some insight about that. Cause that's incredible. I feel like that's a gift of this time of the year. It's actually around the spring equinox um, or May Day. Uh, the veil is thinning as well because in the Southern Hemisphere, they have their Halloween. And so we get this opportunity twice a year to really tap into those. Um, I meant drug, not high, the height without the drug. Like a drug high. Yeah, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Um, and so it's such a powerful time 
for us to do the remembering work right now, um, and especially these aspects of ourselves that we put away because they made our family members so uncomfortable, this is a perfect time of the year to really allow for ourselves to see the purity of some of these aspects or characteristics of our higher self that we can adorn without putting them on to others. So for myself, I've really found a way that I can share my work through Facebook Lives. It allows for me to tap in as a conduit and to speak as a conduit and as a mystic so that I can truly allow for myself the opportunity each day to be in this space. And then I can take a week off and really go within and, and see if there's anything calibrating that I need to personally go within and do during that time without being putting myself in an outside space. So there's so many ways to do this. I know only a couple, which is what I choose to share. Um, but there are so many pathways on this. And I just, I thank you for joining me uh, on this pathway that I share um, because there's as many, there's so many healers and teachers out there. Um, and so I appreciate you just being a part of my journey and joining in this healing journey with me. So I hope you have a happy, happy Sunday. Enjoy the rest of your day and I will see you all tomorrow.